everybody. Welcome to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and guys, I'm sorry that this is a little bit late, but this episode is just going to be short and sweet for a million different reasons. Number one, and most importantly being, I just like, I don't have the time today. Here's the deal. The Bachelor being on a Tuesday night really like threw me for a loop. My Wednesday was like so booked. I'm so busy. I'm so popular. Just kidding. That's not it. I just started like a new job last week and I had ish to do today. Um, And Wednesdays are just like a busy day for me in general. So anyway, this is just going to be short-ish and sweet. It's just me. I'm just going to throw up like a quick recap. I'm not even going to put an ad on it because it's not going to be of like the quality that I that I normally like. Um, So we're just going to like hop into it because I wish I had time to like do like a deep dive and have like a fun guest and stuff on today, but just I can't, I can't, but there's a lot to go over and I'm going to try to breeze through it because we all deserve it. Um, But so last night's episode was so good. Guys, like I can't say it enough. This is such a good bachelorette season. Like this is definitely the best season since Caitlin Bristow and even hers. Like, I don't know. I think that like. And I, I think Hannah is the reason why it's like so good. I love Hannah so much. I love how she resolves conflict. We'll, we'll talk about all that in a second, but it's so good. I'm like, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Even like the crap with Luke that like I just hate. I realize that like it has its place and I'm so grateful that it's like genuine drama and not like manufactured drama as much. Um, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm having a really good time watching it, guys. I'm having... I'm just having a grand old time, you know? And that's what's most important, right? Me enjoying myself. Um, But yeah, so we just pick up where we left off last week. Of course, there was like no rose ceremony last week. There was no rose ceremony this week, which annoys me. Like, I feel like every time that they do this, like we hop in the next week and it's just like, whoa. It's like that. um, I always feel like that uh, Mr. Krabs meme, you know, like Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob when he's like, all jarred he's like whoa that's how I feel every time uh every time they don't give us a rose ceremony but so yeah pick up where we left off last week Luke S and Luke P and we hear from all the guys most of the guys already know what's up like they know that Luke S is not going to make it out of this so Hannah pulls both the guys aside and she is smart she pulls both the guys aside and I just love how she handles conflict like I can't say it enough I love how she handles conflict um like I will say I mean like I don't like the resolution hardly ever because she normally sides with Luke P um but like the actual conflict resolution part of it like I love that she just grabs both parties they start talking to her and she's like no 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 like you guys talk to each other and then like I'll figure it out from there um and Luke P handles that conversation like the master manipulator he is. Um, like Hannah seemed annoyed, but you could tell that she was like more annoyed with Luke S. Like I think that her problem was that Luke S gave her another reason to doubt Luke P. You know, like I think that's uh, I think that's what her issue was that night. Um, but yeah, so like the thing is, it's just it's an uphill fight for Luke S. You know, like she has zero affection for him and somehow she has like the most affection at least at this point for luke p and then like 
I don't know. Like, Luke P is, like, such a skis. I definitely gave him too much of the benefit of the doubt in the last episode. Because I guess I, like, didn't, like, watch closely enough. Because then I listened to a couple recaps. And they were talking about the incident with Luke P. And, like, how violent it was. And, like, how messed up it was. And how much he lied. And I don't know, like, what I was on last week. But I was, like, way too much of a Luke P apologist. And then I watched, like, a couple of the scenes back from last week. And I was like, what was I thinking? Like, he is literally the worst worst and then luke p um he's talking talking to luke s and uh he changed his story about how um you know about how like the need him in in the head situation went and he was like i tried to step over you man which was like never his defense ever like he's just he's such a skis but then um chris or hannah walks out and then the guys go back with the other guys luke um, tells the guys that it's time for a rose ceremony and I lost it at this point because what immediately followed Chris saying alright guys cocktail party's over it's time for the rose ceremony what immediately followed was just like a consecutive clip of five guys in a row five consecutive jump cuts of grown men just rubbing the base of their nose like in stress like and like shaking their head like man not gonna get my time tonight like literally it was five consecutive jump cuts of like one girl man rubbing the base of his nose and another then another then another they're all stressed they're all they're all unhappy um I lost it like I watched it back twice and I like was laughing so hard maybe it's because I woke up at four in the morning this morning but um and like I was a little sleepy but I was laughing so hard where my two-year-old like came over and said you okay mama you okay you sad I'm like I'm not sad. I'm just thoroughly entertained. I should have made her watch it, you know, for education. Um, but yeah, so Luke P or Luke S. I can't tell you how excited I am that I don't have to say Luke whatever anymore. Luke S is pissed. Luke P talks to the guys um, and Luke P's like, do you guys want me to say something right now? And everyone is like, no, 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 no. Like, please, please don't. Um, and then like he tries to talk to Luke S and Luke S is even more like, no, no, no. Like we it's done like it's over lucas like he sees the writing on the wall he knows what's happening um hannah like addresses the guys at the rose ceremony and says tonight's been a confusing night and uh it's been the end to a hard week and it's like yeah mm-hmm. we, we were all there and then lucas again like he knows what's about to happen it's better to dump than be dumped right so he pulls hannah aside and just you know sends himself home which which is weird because I feel like we didn't see him like say the words like so I'm gonna choose to go home or did I miss that like somehow like that didn't actually make it in um but yeah then we cut back to the boys and Mike J says which is so funny he says Lucas is fighting for the livelihood of his life as a man and like I don't know I mean everybody wants Mike J to be the bachelor right for multiple reasons I, I just I don't see it I don't know like are we overdue is it time for like a person of color to be the bachelor it's it's beyond time it's beyond time and I do want a season like that like that uh, this franchise does need more diversity but like I but I also care about um liking the personality of the person like not that like 
I'm trying to like find like a way to say this. Like I don't want to like tokenize like anybody and be like, oh, if you want a black man, how about you pick this black man? Because like that's not how it should work. But I mean like I don't know. Bring back Eric Bigger. We all we need Eric Bigger. Eric Bigger can he would be so good. Could you imagine how good he would be? But like with Mike J, he just says so many like corny things that I just I can't get behind. Um. We'll we'll talk more about him later, but that he's fighting for his livelihood as a li- livelihood as a man, like that that was just weird. Um, but yeah, so Luke sends himself home, and then we also see a clip of Garrett. Um, and I'm also calling it now. Garrett gets too involved in the drama as well, and that is also going to be his downfall. Much like with Mike J, like. I think that they both are great guys and they could really have something with Hannah, but they are either too manipulated by the by production, which would be a good thing in the case of Mike J possibly being The Bachelor. Um, they're too manipulated by production or they're just busybodies. I get it. I too am a busybody. Um, but it's just like, it's not, it's not going to work out. But um, anyway, it's rose ceremony time. Um, the worst thing I think about... the. F- the worst thing about there being this like cut in between episodes where like we ended without a rose ceremony and then we get the rose ceremony in the other episode is the fact that we were all reminded that Peter wore like the worst shirt of all time. Like he had to wear that like weird like hot pink dress shirt, like not even like a blush or salmon color or whatever. Like we had to be reminded of it two weeks in a row. I mean, that that was just horrible. And it's sad because he's, like, so precious. But then Peter gets a rose. Connor, Garrett, Dylan, Dustin, Mike, Kevin, whose injury, whose, like, shoulder injury that was all, like, hacked up last week, um, miracul- miraculously healed. Hmm. That's Scottish medicine. Or, no, they're not in Scotland yet. Where are they? Rhode Island. Rhode Island medicine. Um, but then we have Devin, Grant, and last but not least, writing, I wrote this note before, uh, it even happened, but Luke P, and I was right, yeah. Um, which means going home is, uh, Jean-Paul Jones. Why, why do I always say it like Jean Valjean? Jean, Jean Valjean Jones. Jean-Paul Jones went home. Oh, JPJ. We never knew thee. We will miss you. I want him to feel proud that he made it this far. Um, I can't wait to see him on Paradise. I think he would have been so fun in Scotland. I feel like there was no reason for them to not keep him around. Like, when there's a couple randos still where, like, they're just interchangeable. Like, just keep John Paul Jones around. You know, like, he's not hurting anybody. Um, But, yeah, so then Hannah announces that the guys uh, need to hold on to their kilts because they're going to Scotland. And then Luke P. asks to give a toast, and he says, I have a toast for all you gentlemen, but mostly for Hannah, because we're all here for Hannah, to finding your forever and having it, and having the time of our lives while on the hunt. Then, like, the dudes all lost it. I loved it. Like, I thought that was so funny. Um, but yeah, it's off to Scotland. That's that's nice. Um, I'm so bad, but, like, you know that old show on Nickelodeon, Rocket Power? Did anybody watch it? It, like, has forever tainted my view of Scotland. And I feel like I watched Rocket Power when I was, like, five. And I, like, still remember it. Like, there was this episode where they all had to eat, like, haggis. And, like, other, like, gross stuff from Scotland. So I've, like, never really have had Scotland on my, like, travel radar. Just because, like, I didn't want to go and, like, eat gross foods. Um, 
But they go there, and it turns out that Hannah knows more about Scottish history than she does about American history. And she tells the story about uh, Mary, Queen of Scots. And um, she says that she's going to take the role of Mary this week, but not get beheaded. Just in case anybody was worried. She, she's going to be, like, strong, and she's going to deal with her men. But, like, we're not going to actually behead her on the show. So you could all rest easy. But yeah, they roll up and they're actually staying at a castle, which is so cool. I really hope that Hannah got to stay there too. Not because I wanted like any of the dudes to try and pull that like after cocktail party, knock on the door. Hey, I just wanted to see how you were doing thing where they like make out and it's like a did they didn't they thing. I really didn't want that to happen and luckily it didn't. But Hannah does like deserve to stay in a castle. Um, But yeah, so the next... um. Hannah uh, has something that she really wanted to talk to the guys about. Then she says that she wants to be completely open and honest and real. And I'm like, okay, what is it? And then basically it's just like, leave the drama in the USA, please. And then she gives a one-on-one date to Mike. Um, And at this point in my notes, I wrote that I really hoped that he would win me over. um, Because, like, I want to be on the Mike train so bad. Like, I think that Mike is so handsome. He is so handsome. Like, you can't deny that smile. Like... I, I like I think that he's like really attractive um and I just like I want to look over his involvement in the drama and just love him um so that's like what I was hoping to personally get out of this date um and I don't know if that that totally happened but I do have like a newfound appreciation for him um but back at the bar Garrett inserts inserts himself in the drama one more time and again I'm telling you this is going to be Garrett's downfall this right here but um yeah, like, I don't like him for the same reasons I haven't liked Mike J. But they kind of, like, confront Luke. The guys are trying to call Luke fake, and they all confront him. Judd is like, don't do this to the other guys, especially me, because you don't want to mess with me. Where it's like, uh, yeah, are you going to, like, bang him over the head with your guitar? Are you going to, like, write, like, a sassy song about him, Jed? Is that is that your plan, Jed? Um, and then also Jed in an ITM calls Luke the Luke neck the luke ness monster do we think he definitely didn't come up with that line himself right there's like no way because we heard it like throughout the episode a couple times so like definitely production kind of fed that line to him i think but um it it was a it was a good pun and i can appreciate a good pun but not a not like super into it but yeah they back in the date they grab lunch and lo and behold what they have they have the delicacy from rocket power fame haggis which is again like why i don't want to go there um i mean i could just say no if anybody offers me that so maybe i should travel to there it did look really pretty um but they ate haggis um and like it's more and more clear as time goes on that like mike and hannah they have no connection and like and this is the point in the season where I mean, like, it's not Mike's fault that they don't have a connection. If Mike had been on a one-on-one date, like, in week one or, like, week two, I think that, like, things could have gone better for him. Um, But I think that this is the point in the season where girls really, like, make up their minds and they have, like, their four people that they just know that they're going to be with. Um, Or, honestly, at this point, like, I think that they kind of know who they're going to pick. Um, But, yeah, so... Like, they have magic music in the date, which signifies to me that, like, he is a bachelor contender, even though I still think he'll probably be Peter. Um, And then he, like, recants, like, the day that 
he told his ex that he loved her, which is weird. Like, I'm always, I feel like I'm on the Mike J train, and then he says, like, these weird things that, like, sound more like lines than anything that Luke says. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't get it. There's just, like, a disconnect between me and him. But Hannah opens up to him, which is nice. Like, he is actually asking about her, which is something I really appreciate. Um, And then back at the house, um, they give out the date card, and it's Devin, Tyler, Jed, Grant, Connor, Dustin, Peter, and Garrett um, going on the group date, which means that Luke gets a one-on-one. And um, this is the point where Luke says that he's excited to see if he could get clarity on where he is. Um with hannah which some of the guys say like uh didn't you didn't you uh say that you like were falling in love with her like week one so rightfully so a lot of the guys call bs on that but back to the date there's not much to report here um i think that they're just like two cute people with two cute personalities i both like individually i think that mike is legitimately like into hannah but um hannah just has her set heart set on four guys which is fine which is fine and my baby is crying. Please pause for a brief intermission while I go um, shove my boob in my baby's mouth and try to silence him. All right, sweet. My husband just came home. He has all the kids. All the kids. All two of them. Where was I? It's group date time. I'm excited about it, but... Like, I'm excited about it because of the guys on it. And before they even said anything, I was thinking... How cool is it that we get a group date without Luke P? So now we just like appreciate the guys like for what they are, and it will just be like a light-hearted, like drama-free date. Um, so these two battle reenactors come out, and I'm immediately triggered because I'm in the middle of watching Game of Thrones, even though I'm about to give it up. I just don't think I care anymore. Like, I hear that at the end of the season I'm in, I'm at, I'm in season five. Just in case anybody was wondering, I'm slowly getting through season five, episode four. Um, like, I just, I can't, but I hear that the end of the season is, like, the big shame thing, and I always see, like, the memes of shame, shame, and I just, like, I want to get to that point so I can see, like, what it is. Um, and also, I thought that there were only seven seasons of Game of Thrones, but then I just found out that there's eight seasons, so that's, like, ten extra hours that I wasn't even planning on spending on the show that I don't really like, so I think I'm about to give it up. But anyway, I was immediately triggered because these reenactors kind of remind me of the wildlings um, or the free people, as Jon Snow calls them um, in Game of Thrones. And I must tell you all something that's happening right before our very eyes. Peter is being groomed to be like the next Ben Higgins. Like, it's not just be- just because of their resemblance, like watch his itm interviews and like how they've kind of chosen him as like the narrator and then like with all your spare time go back and watch all of caitlin bristow's season like they were grooming ben that whole entire time um and like it's very clear that like that peter i i don't know guys like unless there's a huge outcry for mike J to be the bachelor which i think that maybe there will be I think that we're probably looking at a Peter the pilot season. Um, I don't I don't really think that he's going to win, even though, like, if he did win, I wouldn't be surprised. But I don't think that he's going to win. Anyway, um, so, like, they're doing manly things. Hannah's the only one that throws the wood, the axe at the wood thing successfully. Um, and then, yeah, this is when all the guys start to point out that all is uh, well in Zion. 
um, and this group date because Luke P is not there to fluff everything up, which is interesting. Um, but then back at the house, Mike conf- confronts Luke, um, and Mike is all, multiple times you've questioned if you want to be here. And Luke says, I've never said that. And then, like, literally it's on tape that, like, he questioned if he wanted to be there or not, like, the night before. And at this point in my notes, I wrote, this guy is possibly, and then I wrote, like, a million dots, dot, 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 worse than Chad. He's, he, I think I might actually like him less than Chad. Because I feel like Chad never had a real chance with JoJo. But, like, there's something extra slimy about Luke that makes Hannah, like, fall for it. But, um, so they kind of have it out. And then production makes the amazing choice to have Mike read a copy of the book about the Loch Ness Monster. Um, and they, like, use that voiceover as a soundtrack to Luke, like, walking. Beautifully done. Mike is a great actor. Um... It's now 100% confirmed to me um, that production came up with that Luke Ness monster thing. But um, that was tastefully done. Like, they clearly have been watching Big Little Lies and have been learning um, a thing or two about beautiful art direction and storytelling. Um, Back at the date, uh, the guys are all in kilts. I'm in love with most of them. Um, And, yeah, they're having, like, some kind of Braveheart games or whatever. And... There's, like, a big group there, and I do have a question. Like, does the American Bachelor air in Scotland? Like, how did they get, like, that big audience? And, like, I know that's hard even in the States, like, even in L.A. area for them to fill those dates. And I know this because, weird flex, but every time that they have one of those outdoor dates, I get, like, 40 emails. That's an exaggeration, but I get a ton of emails from production inviting me to go, like, witness one of the dates. It's not hard to get on that list, guys. Like, it's not... This is this is like a, a fake flex. It makes me sound important, but it's not. Um, anyway, they have a hard time in Los Angeles, California, getting people to be on TV for the show. In Scotland, like, they were able to get, like, a big group. Like, so weird. But anyway, I love Hannah during this date. I love her. They have the axe-throwing competition, and then Hannah just looks at the camera and says, Tyler is hot, which, yep, yep, he is. Right, correct. That's why we're all here. And then there's a great clip of Peter and I think Garrett I think it was Garrett doing the uh, yoke race and um, Peter says I need to show Hannah that I could be her king and this is um, where I was like if this is like the deciding factor sorry I like I phrase all that wrong but Peter says that like I need to show Hannah that I could be her king and I'm like is this how you're going to show her? Like, this is, like, what Hannah needs to see. Like, how well he could run with two buckets of milk on his back. Like, she must be easy to please. Or maybe hard to please. That looks difficult. But, yeah, the... And also, side note, during the whole milk race, all I could think about was that super sad fair life scandal that's been happening. Like, that expose about, like, how dairy cows are so mistreated. I only saw about 20 seconds of it, and then I stopped. Um, but all I could think of was, like... You know, all that wasted milk and what those cows had to go through for this challenge. Um, And then it's time for the boys to wrestle. They talk about how they're not wearing underwear, which why can't the boys wear any underwear? That seems explicit. I feel like there were like some kids in the audience, too. Like that's that's odd. Um, But I know nothing about the Scottish culture, so maybe it's uh, not a good 
kilt etiquette to wear underwear but that just sounds like so horrible like why wouldn't you want to wear underwear i don't get it um but then during the battle jed who again just as a reminder if anybody forgot i don't think i mentioned it before he's uh, covered in milk at this point like he's covered in old milk um that he threw over and pour all over poured all over himself um to show hannah how attractive he was and again i can't say this enough he's covered in milk um jed says war is my duty and i'm also here for hannah's booty I just want everybody to take a second. War is my duty, but I'm also here for Hannah's booty. All right. All right. It is what it is. We all we all heard the words. Um, and now, like, there's nothing else we could do with those words. But anyway, that's it. Jed wins the whatever. Um, then it's group, ta- group date cocktail party time, and Hannah... Um, comments on how happy she is that Luke isn't there and it's so crazy to hear her talking about these red flags without noticing that they're red flags um like she doesn't realize that like a life with Luke would like be like this it's so um it's so weird but I guess that's like how like troublesome relationships are often handled um like that's how like you know like aggressive abusive men kind of like get under people's skin um but, yeah, like, and, like, I just don't see how she doesn't realize that, like, this guy can't get along with this group of guys. So every time in her real life that she, like, would bring Luke around other people, he's he's just not a people person. He's not going to jive unless he's being fake. Like, there was this guy that I used to date, personal antidote time, because I have all the time in the world, right? Like, I, and you guys all have all the time in the world, right? Anyway. There was this guy that I used to date, like, right after high school. Like, I moved to Provo, Utah, and then I, like, started dating this guy. And, wow, you know what? There's a lot of Luke parallels here. I started dating him because, like, he was, like, the first guy that I really met when I was out there. Like, I was riding my bike to work. Somebody randomly pulls off the side of the road and, like, comes up to me, tells me to stop my bike, and is like, hi, uh, my name is blank and I think you're really pretty which was very nice and nobody ever calls me that I think you're really pretty and I'd like to take you out on a date and I was like whoa this guy who I think is attractive wants to take me of all people out on a date and he stopped me while I was riding a bike to tell me that oh my goodness it's love and then like I was so struck by our first impression much like how Hannah is where like I started to realize I didn't actually like this guy, but like my first impression of him was so cool. I'm like, but he's the kind of guy that would like stop his car to like take a shot on somebody. Like, that's awesome. And then like I would bring him around people and he was like so annoying and he like wouldn't stop singing and then he like wouldn't stop breakdancing, which like he was like a white, like short ish guy like from Provo. Oh my goodness. I hope that this never makes it back to him. If it ever does, know that I think that you're a great guy that, but. It, it, it just wasn't like good but like I hated bringing him around people but then I still just kept going back to like the but I mean he's such a cool guy like he just stopped me in the middle of the road that's so cool and then finally I was just like uh, no like I can't deal with this anymore like three months later um anyway I feel like once Hannah realizes that like the BS outweighs like the cool first impression or like the cool first initial feelings that she had from him like she'll be so much happier um and then she'll meet some cute 
engineer, get married very quickly, and then have two kids by the age of 24. And I mean, she better get a move on it because she's already 24. Um, anyway, Hannah gives him, gives Jed some time. He's definitely in the top two. I think that, that the top two is definitely him and Tyler. I'm going to put Tyler C as the winner right now, but like it could be Jed. Like it, it's interchangeable, but it's definitely Jed and Tyler going head to head, head to head here. Um, and they were making out. Oh my goodness. He got so handsy. Like he got like way in there hannah loves to make out hannah is like a very sexual person more power to her i don't blame her like all these guys are hotties like i i don't blame her one bit she she's like a very sexual person i think but yeah and then it was so funny because at this point like kevin comes up and um like witnesses some of it and then like once they're done kevin tells jed later and it's so funny and i kept thinking i'm like if luke was involved in this conversation at all or if he like even knew that something like this was happening like the whole night would be over like so thank goodness luke wasn't there um but then peter and hannah they uh play pool and like this was really funny too like peter tried to be smooth but he's like the next big ben higgins and he's like not really smooth and it's like not really working and he's like clearly trying the 50 shades darker pool scene thing not that i've seen that movie a couple times but um if i had i would say that like he's trying to be like sly and like make out with her on a pool table like uh one christian gray did in a movie that again i haven't seen right um and yeah it's not it's not working but then it does and then like they do have like a good little make out um then back at the castle luke and mike are just staring at each other luke gets his date card whatever um and then like hannah like it cuts to like hannah having like cute moments with everybody um but then like the moment that we've all been waiting for hannah has some alone time with um with tyler and then hannah like takes him to bed and guys i can't i can't i love him i think that he is the winner i really love that i like i love them together i think that they're so cute um but like he was wearing the kilt and not to get too perverted here but like just thinking about like the logistics of him like wearing that kilt while making out on a bed and i mean like male anatomy 101 tells me that like that could potentially be problematic but whatever um anyway jed gets the rose um all as well i feel like people were happy for jed next day hannah and luke uh, have their date and at this point i wasn't able to take notes anymore because i was nursing so I'm just going to give you the overall gist. We all know that Hannah needs to get away from him, right? I don't understand how Hannah could have such a firm grasp on the situation. I think that she sees the situation clear as day. I think that she even gives him a lot less credit than I would in person. You know, like she calls him out. She has no problem getting to the root of the matter. She has no problem saying I'm not happy with you. She has no problem, you know, figuring stuff out and she's not afraid of conflict because she is invested in this relationship. I don't see how she could see all these things so clearly and then still keep him around. And I think that the cliffhanger, I think he's definitely still sticking around because I also think that he's part of the, um, the slut gate thing later, like where somebody like calls her out for having like premarital sex or something. Like, I think that he's involved in that somehow just because when I've watched previews, there's like somebody that looks like him and I think it's either him or Connor S who's involved in that. But anyway, I think that Luke is going to make it no matter what. 
But like, what can I say that hasn't already been said? You know, like Luke is a skis. He's a slime ball. And he's like digging his own grave. And luckily, like Hannah can realize that he's just feeding her lines. But it's so weird that she just hasn't been able to shake him. And I really don't think that it's even production like pushing him, pushing her in that direction. Because I mean, like they don't need a villain at this point. Like, yeah, does it make things kind of exciting? Yeah, but like another villain will emerge. Like there will be like little inner house conflicts. It's very rare that we get a consistent villain throughout the season. Um, like, I feel like it hasn't been since, like, Olivia Caridi, where there's been, like, one villain that just sticks around. Um, like, we don't need him. But I really think that Hannah's just, like, doubting herself. And she's still, she just can't shake that first initial feeling that she had for him. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see. I'm glad that I really didn't take notes on it. Because, again, like, aren't we all tired of, like, what's going on? He's a skis. She's an angel. Hopefully they figure that out. Um, and yeah, guys, that's all I have for today. Um, thank you so much for being patient with me. I'm sorry that this episode was all like thrown together. Um, but for like my last like couple of things, I always say thank you for listening. Make sure to rate and subscribe. It really helps us out. I think I might be wrong on this, but two weeks ago, I think that we might have charted on the TV, um, the TV and culture chart on iTunes. I think it might have happened for a fleeting second. I think that we might have been in the top 200. I think it's doable. Like, our downloads and stuff are good. Like, number numbers are up this season. Business is booming. Just kidding. But, I mean, like, things have been going well. And I think that we might have charted. And if we want that to happen again, so I could take a screenshot of it, which is something I want to have happen. Um, please rate and subscribe. And uh, leave a review. And join our Facebook group. Our Facebook group is so much fun. It is so much fun. Um, so just search I Just Want to Chat and add yourself. I'll let you in. Follow me on Twitter at Mary Person. And everybody, thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have such a great day. Adios. What are they, how do they say goodbye in Scottish? Goodbye? Is there such a thing as Scottish goodbye? Should I just, like, hang this up? Scotland's, like, close enough to Ireland. I could just hang this up without saying goodbye, right?